0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Introducing Sunday Edition with Anthony. A weekly magazine show featuring the movers and shakers of our beloved organization. Topics and news that affect us all Some great roundtable discussions. And of course, a lot of fun. So join me every Sunday at 1 p.m. on ACB Radio Mainstream for Sunday edition.
2: Hello, this is Dan Spoon, president of the American Council of the Blind. I just want to give a big hip hip hooray out there to our tremendous membership that does such a great job. 518-906-1820.
1: That's 518-906-1820.
2: As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aavl-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McKellen. Altea says that Anthony Ferraro is a visually impaired Paralympic judo athlete, musician, and wrestler. Anthony just married the love of his life. Her name is Kelly Ferraro. Anthony and Kelly join us to talk about Anthony's athletic goals and the couple's recent wedding and how the bride made the event accessible for her new husband. Hi, Anthony and Kelly. Congratulations.
1: Hi. Hi. Thank you so much.
2: So, Anthony and Kelly, why don't you both tell us about yourselves?
1: Well, uh, you know, you kind of explained me pretty, I'm a, training for the Paralympics in judo. I was born blind, uh, youngest of five. And I grew up in the Jersey shore and in, in spring Lake, New Jersey. And I'm married to the love of my life. Miss Kellyanne, well, uh, Ms. Kelly Ferraro.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we got married on October 2nd. And, um, a little bit about me is, uh, I've worked in tech most of my career and I helped build software applications and, um, so Anthony and I started working together a couple years ago, and I helped him out building his website and whatnot. Um, once we were kind of dating, and now we make videos together, and it's just been such a fun journey. And now we're married
2: lots of computer and video stuff. I love it. And you guys yes. are both married. How did you both meet?
1: We met on the Jersey Shore in uh, to the end of 2017. My Best friend growing up is married and has a kid with her sister and was introduced through them. And we both were <clears throat> avid travelers. I was traveling around for the Paralympics, you know, uh training and competing in different countries. And Kelly was also, since she works remotely, she was traveling around to different countries. And when we met, we, you know, we had so much in common and shared a lot of the same Uh, passions for life and we decided just you know we kind of we kept talking and just kind of fell in love over time and it just it was amazing
2: well let's go specifically to when you both met during a gathering with friends in new jersey back in 2017 kelly you realized that your husband was visually impaired to the point where you could just see just a little bit of light outside because nobody had helped your husband you know, at the gathering, you were just his guide for the day. What'd you do in that role?
0: Anthony was walking around with a bunch of people and he didn't have a cane or anything. And so I just kind of thought, you know, maybe he, maybe he's just uh cause blindness is a spectrum. I was, maybe he's got a little bit of peripheral or maybe, you know, like he doesn't have, per- like, you know, I was just like, maybe he has some, but then he ran right into this like pole that comes like just about waist high. And I was like, Oh, Anthony, like, you can't see, and he's like, actually can't really see anything at all, especially inside. And I was like, oh my goodness! And I like <laughs> grabbed his arm and kind of just started guiding him around the for the rest of the kind of day. So that was kind of a funny like first. <laughs> and it was
1: amazing because no one's ever like taken the lead like that so confidently. No,
2: nope. not, not 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 until then. But wow. that's some very extraordinary attention, Kelly, Anthony. As Kelly was guiding you, did you really think she
1: was that amazing? I did kind of right away. And I thought I was very lucky to have, you know, this amazing girl grab my arm and start leading me around. And I got to be close with her all day.
2: Fabulous. That's very amazing. Now, a month after that party, you invited Kelly to the New York premiere of this documentary called A Shot in the Dark. And it's about your journey as a visually impaired person. Can you tell us more about the movie and how you became involved in that story?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, our our first date was the film premiere in New York and Kelly met pretty much everyone in my life, but, um, we the film was I was a wrestler in high school and uh you know being blind I was wrestling against other sighted people and I was doing very well for myself but dealing with a lot of adversity and you know just haters I guess you would say and my brother my older brother Oliver saw me wrestling and thought it was amazing and you know uh, me dealing with life every day and he decided to he took a video of me talking about what that was like. And after I won a championship my junior year of wrestling uh, in high school, he put that video up and said, this is my little brother. I want to make a film about him. And after that, someone reached out and they sat down and decided to fully fund, like out of pocket, a featured full featured length documentary of my senior year. And just like my life as a blind person and, and wrestling and different things like that. Where
2: can we check out the film?
1: Uh, You can get it on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, and Vimeo.com, and it's called A Shot in the Dark.
2: I'll have to check it out. Now, the film's premiere was you and Kelly's first date. You both continued to date after that. What would you guys do together? Go to movies, out to dinner?
1: Uh, Well, so Kelly was living in Harlem at the time in New York City, and I was in New Jersey at my parents' house, (laughs) and um, I would, a lot of the times it was me going to New York City because there's so much to do there, and, like, we were basically exploring the city together, and we'd go out to dinner, we'd go to different, like, just landscapes in the city, different, you know, tourist attractions or even just things that weren't tourist attractions that we enjoyed and took our time, and Kelly was always so descriptive of, you know. Painting the picture of what everything was for me. And it was just, we had so much fun.
0: And I, I remember taking Anthony one time because he has light perception still. And um, it's not usually like very often that he can like make out anything at night. Like he has complete night blindness. And so I took him to Times Square. In New York City, like, in the middle of the night when, like, no one was really there. And it's just, like, still really, really bright. And it was, it was really cool because he he came out of the subway and he was like, whoa, like, where are we? Because it was really bright <laughs> and it wasn't like the sun. It but, was
1: so cool. So, it was like the whole city was just lit up.
0: So I would just, like, try and think of, like, interesting things we could do like that together um, because we had the whole city at our disposal. So,
2: Kelly, did you describe everything to him in Times Square? For instance, what was on the screens? Mm-hmm. All the oh, different yeah. logos?
0: Oh yeah, always. And then we would go to the top of these. They have these red steps in in Times Square that are that go up pretty high. They're
1: iconic. And <laughs> so
0: you, they're actually like a giant art installation. And so you go up to the top of them and I was um I I usually like to take Anthony's like hand and put it in my hand so where I'm pointing like his hand is pointing in the same direction so he can just kind of like try and imagine everything that I'm like trying to fill in the imagination. And it's almost like, as I move his hand, I tell him like what he's pointing at and then it like kind of paints this like mural. So
2: that's fantastic. Anthony, did your visual impairment ever present any obstacles while dating at all?
1: No, only on my side where I would, be insecure about certain things like driving. But then Kelly finally told me one day, she's like, no, if you could drive, we'd probably have way more fights. (laughs) (laughs) No, it never really. It's, um, it's always been, Kelly's been amazing.
2: Well, being visually impaired gave you that advantage and that, and that just inspired many gestures of care and affection with you guys. Um, Kelly, when anthony came over to your house you covered some sharp corners and objects with bubble wrap why you didn't want him to trip right
0: yeah so i used to live and i used to have this like really like low hanging kind of um banister like where my bed would come down and um like you could kind of like duck under it if you could see it coming and so since anthony would never really be able to like see it coming i would just i wrapped it up with a bunch of like like socks and padding and everything. So every time he kind of like hit, hit it with his head or whatever, it was like, a it was like kind of running into a pillow. And then he like knew that it was there and then just kind of like ducked under. So
2: yeah, you didn't want Anthony to hurt himself. Now you also learned the important, just the importance that the sense of touch mm-hmm. was important for your. Yeah. Husband.
0: And also the sense of, uh, someone feeling free in their like in a place where they're supposed to be like visiting or living or like when we travel and we go to a lot of different hotels and airbnbs and so if the coffee table's like don't have like they kind of just like they have the top is kind of open and you can't really tell with your feet that you're going to like run into it with your shin or something i'll put pillows around that so he can tell with his feet that he's about to run into something when he feels the pillow it's just it's just having freedom when you're living in a place or visiting a place to just not feel like you're going to break things or walk around and, and just like having that extra freedom that I don't know. I feel like it's important for him to be able to like have that.
2: Now, while we're talking about the sense of touch, is it true Anthony that you love touching soft and velvety fabrics?
1: Yeah. On our first date, actually Kelly wore a uh, velvet dress cause she knew I wouldn't be able to see her. So uh the whole night as it just felt so nice, you know, rubbing like her back or something where the velvet was and it's just it was so it was just she went above and beyond and, and it really made me realize like how much I love that, you know, different textures of and I've always loved different textures and and tactile things.
2: Now, um Kelly, did your husband's love of these special fabrics inspire your wedding plans? Oh, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the wedding itself. And going through the whole process as a um, visually impaired person from uh, the will you marry me to the I do. How did that work for you, Anthony, as a visually impaired groom?
1: Uh, was, <clears throat> all I cared about was the food at that, that, that one point. like I just wanted there to be good food because I knew that would be the most you know something i would be able to enjoy not so much the i don't care so much about like the flowers and all that stuff but food was the most important to me and it was okay. hard to find a caterer
2: okay what what food uh did you guys have at your wedding
1: we what did a big one big barbecue style that's was always our vision Ooh. like backyard barbecue festival style where
0: this guy was actually our our caterer was on Gordon Ramsay's uh one of the main the main episodes like we got married in Maine.
2: Really? Um
0: and so he he was just like amazing. Like and then the rehearsal dinner the night before we had a huge lobster cookout and so it was like awesome. It was just food nonstop like the entire weekend.
2: Yum yum. Now you're still wrestling uh, Anthony and having Kelly in your life has made your trips to the competitions a lot easier. Why is that?
1: Uh, having Kelly, when we go to, when I compete for judo in in these other countries, having her there is like a <clears throat> very positive distraction. So like, you know, I, I'm not worrying so much about the fight or the tournament. It's more enjoying my time with Kelly in these other countries. And then it, it really relaxes me. So I'm, you know, clear-minded to fight.
2: How did you first get into judo, Anthony?
1: Uh, the... Olympic committee saw my documentary actually about and said, you know, if you have any of that skill from wrestling left, would you consider training judo for the Paralympics to try and compete in the Paralympics?
2: It was like, Hey, we like your skills. Come join us.
1: Yeah, basically.
2: But let's, let's get a little back into the wedding here. Um, Cause there are some more details of how you made the wedding accessible for your newlywed husband and those fabrics His his love of fabric still goes into this because, Kelly, you wore this touchable wedding dress with, again, these soft velvet fabrics, and you planned a very bright outdoor daytime ceremony so Anthony could tell the difference between the light, dark, and the shady contrasts. Is that how you did it, Kelly? Is that how the whole setup worked?
0: Yeah, so basically there was three things. Like there was my dress which had so many like amazing different fabrics. There was silk and velvet and uh cotton flowers embroidered onto it so that you could tell their the their texture. And um then there was also these poles in the tent. There were there was four of them in the center of the tent and we wrapped bubble wrap around them and burlap around the bubble wrap and then put some like roses on that and made them look really beautiful. But the, the beauty part was only second to the fact that we just wanted Anthony wasn't when we were setting up, he had hit his head on one of the poles and I was so upset that like the whole day he was going to be f- feeling because he said to me, he's like, now I'm just not even going to be able to walk around at our own at our wedding. And so immediately I was like, we need to get bubble wrap and cover the poles. And so we all like covered them up. And then he he was totally confident to walk freely the rest of the day. And then the third thing was, yeah, the daytime, like just being able to have it during the day. Anthony had told me it was important to him because of the fact that he does have light perception and that contrast is a big deal. Like, I mean, blindness, again, it is a spectrum. So if you ask someone that has nothing, no light at all, like they would be, they would be jealous of someone who has the light left. So it's like, you got to appreciate every like, thing that you have and just work with it. And that was just amazing, like way to incorporate that for us. And then we actually were able to uh, sneak away for sunset and get some pictures at the ocean.
2: So now that you both are married, I know Anthony, your athletic goals and plans are to, to continue more judo, but personally, now that you both are married, what are your future plans?
1: Just to continue to grow and and you know every day and grow with each other and recording music in the future it's definitely a a goal of mine. Um, well, music, do you want yeah, to sing? Uh, do you want to play also, an instrument? I also play guitar and sing um, professionally. Oh, there you go. So I do that, and I want to record an album. Um, you know, just continue to. Reach as many people as possible and and help others and just pick people up and spread positivity
2: oh get out there and you're already doing that and i I can tell you're going to do a lot of it more
1: well, wow, thank you so much brian you
2: you guys are welcome well um so which paralympics would you compete in uh w- that would be i assume
1: twenty twenty four correct correct in uh paris france in, so in I, was, I was i was i was supposed to um I was training for Tokyo in Japan for the 2021 and then one tournament before I was very close to making it. I was like top 20 in the world and then I uh, I actually tore my groin right before the last tournament before the Ooh. Olympics. So I wasn't able to fight. So now I'm just continuing my training and I also do jujitsu and uh, you know, skateboard and do things like that too. So it's Skateboarding? How do you skateboard blind? I uh, must, you know, just like mapping out different uh, <clears throat> obstacles and then just going for it. Use my cane sometimes and just different ways.
2: Yeah, you could be the blind Tony Hawk one day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, uh, the the blind bat. <laughs> Call me Aunt Tony Bat. Tony Bat. I love it.
0: Well, Anthony and Kelly. Is there anything else you both would like to add? No, just um, you can follow along at, at, at ASF Vision on ASFVision.com. That's where everything is linked out that we are working on. We usually update that with all of our relevant links and information. And the link to the film is all on that website too. So,
1: And Kelly has an awesome uh, food page on Instagram called Tameric Tea Time. And she does a blog at TamericTeaTime.com.
2: Yes. Oh Kelly, what what kind of foods have you talked about on your blog? Uh, her things? blog
1: is 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 all things, but her uh, Instagram page is she's an incredible cook.
0: It's just mostly document the things that um, we eat and our journey is kind of I don't know. It just ties all the I, we eat everything really, and it and it's just a it's just cool.
1: Kelly's uh, um, she's. She cooks very clean and organic and makes really, uh, you know, creative a lot recipes. Of the, a lot
0: of the cooking videos that Anthony makes are, um, like, recipes that I taught him that we made up together. So we're probably going to make a cookbook in the future. So
2: could, could, could you just talk maybe about a few of the recipes real quick?
0: Yeah. So, like, one of the popular ones is chicken thighs, like, where you kind of, like, cut up the – or you have the chicken thighs that already have the skin on them, and you chop up garlic and – jalapeno pepper's real thin and you stuff them and under onion. the skin and you, you have onion in, in there and you, you put some seasoning over the top like usually we use turmeric and black pepper for pretty much everything and, and then uh salt
1: and then once like halfway through you take them out and put honey on the top and then you put it back in the oven and it, and it's like a sweet and spicy kind of chicken
0: yeah and it gets nice crisp on the skin and then when you have them out and you're eating it, it all the peppers and garlic cooked into the actual
1: like right underneath the skin so yeah, it's really so- it's really awesome
0: so tasty
2: chicken with jalapenos and honey
0: Aliba! Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well is there anything else you both like to add no i just appreciate you having us on here and i love what you're doing well, I appreciate that. The show is almost uh, 10 years
2: old now. Come this July.
1: It's incredible.
2: It's, it's incredible. And you guys are awesome, too. Well, Anthony and Kelly, thanks for coming on the show today. And congratulations again. One Thank love, you so Brian. Much. One love. One love here, too. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive is at speaking out for dot blindpinecastco That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening and remember to speak out. You are listening to ACB Media 1, also known as Mainstream, the flagship of the ACB Media Network. The ACB Media Network is a service of the American Council of the Blind. Please visit us at acbradio.org.